Good morning, everybody. This is the Equestrian Adventuresses podcast with Heather and Ute, the show for women who love horses, travel, and adventure. My name is Ute, and I'm happy to welcome you to another exciting episode. One word before we start. If you like this show, please give us a rating or review on your podcast player, as this will help in keeping this podcast up and running. Also, tell your friends about it, so more like-minded women can find us and start listening. Thank you. And today's topic is a difficult one, I guess, to talk about, but one which is important. Uh, it's a topic of how much weight can my horse carry? Now, um, we all know that in our modern world, more and more people are overweight due to an unhealthy lifestyle, due to jobs which make them sit for long hours at uh, at the time. And well, people have, uh, at least in the first world, grown on average taller and heavier over the last decades. So um, it's an important thing to ask, um, am I too heavy for my horse? Can my horse carry me without getting any structural damage, any long time damage? And um, yeah, am I too heavy for my horse basically? So I know this is a difficult topic also due to this issue of body shaming. And to be very honest, I don't want to shame anyone. I think everyone is beautiful, every person, every horse in his or her own way. Um, however, um, it is something about the welfare of horses. And it's a topic which is very important for endurance riders, for long riders, um, people who ride their horse over long distances uh, for long periods of time. So they should know when is too much too much and how can we help our horses to deal with our weight. So yeah, I'm super excited to talk about this very controversial issue. I try to keep it short and sweet. Um, yeah, so bear with me and let's just go to the show. We are explorers. We are trailblazers. We love to do what cannot be done. We love to test our limits, cross borders, and we love the freedom horses bring us. We seek lands without fences. Who are we? We are equestrian adventuresses. We are a community of women who love horses, travel, and adventure. To infinity and beyond! And now your hosts, Uta and Heather. Did you know that you can get unlimited riding lessons without expensive training fees and never struggle with exercise ideas, boredom, or overwhelm ever again? That is because there is new 100% scientifically proven cross-training lessons based on correct biomechanics, which you can actually download straight to your phone right now without any experience, gadgets, or doodads required. That is because I have teamed up with the International Equestrian. They have just launched a new app called Horse Riding Lessons App. You can download it in the Apple and Google Play Store. Try it out. There's pole exercises, dressage lessons, endurance and trail riding exercises, fun mounted games. There's a whole variety of exercises that you can do at home with your horse. It's as easy as pressing play on your phone and just riding along and listening to the guided audio lessons as you go. I would highly recommend you start with the perfect warm-up number one. That is everyone's favorite. They always love doing that one. So definitely start there. We also have a six-week challenge in the app itself. So you can start, you can get a variety, a mixture of like cross-training exercises, focusing on rider balance, perfect warm-ups, how to help your horse to develop their top line and fitness, how to have fun with your horse and laugh and smile. And it's a really cool way of having more structure to your ride. So you're not just cruising around angry 
aimlessly in the arena, but you actually have a plan and a purpose and you can accomplish something every time you ride with your horse. So to download, you can head over to the Apple or the Play Store, search for the Horse Riding Lessons app now and download it, or you can also go to theinternationalequestrian.com and you will find a link to the app directly from the website. So once again, that's theinternationalequestrian.com and it is our Horse Riding Lessons app. And here we are back again talking about how much weight my horse can carry. So let's start with some general assumptions and studies. So generally it's kind of assumed or that's kind of where most of the books agree on that a horse can carry around 20% of his body weight comfortably. Um, this goes back basically to the American Cavalry Manual, uh, which basically stated that and uh, which determined the limitation on the basis of intense studies and experience. I mean, the American cavalry had horses um, for a very, very long time. They did a lot of long rides, uh, hard rides, and, uh, well, they basically uh, came up with this proposition for the first time. Also, a study uh, from the United States dating back to 2007 has confirmed this uh, basic assumption uh, that horses carrying more than 20% of their body weight will have higher heart rates, more muscle soreness, and so on and so on. So we can basically deduct that definitely uh, putting a weight of more than 20% on your horse will give him trouble. A new study from Great Britain was published in 2013, reducing this to 15% and uh, the optimal weight around 10%. This was a bit of a shockwave to the equestrian community, as very few riders weigh 10% or less of their horse's body weight. And I mean, we always have to consider this does not only include us, this also includes equipment. And um, we all know uh, an English saddle, not so much, but a Western saddle can be fairly heavy. And even an English saddle weighs a couple of kilos extra. Um it's still not 100% determined, and I guess uh, formulas will not cover the topic 100%. So, but um, we definitely know that when we exceed the, ve the weight carrying capacity of our horses over a long time, there are risks of back pains, balance issues, lameness, and finally chronic pains, joint problems, and uh, deterioration of the joints, bones, um, the whole basically skeleton of the horse. So today, what we basically accept the 20% rule um, pretty much everywhere. Um, but we have to keep in mind, it means 20% of the horse's full weight uh, is the weight of the rider and the equipment in the best of all cases. So there are a few factors which limit the weight bearing ability of a horses. We cannot just go there and say, okay, my horse weighs 500 kilo and um, I'm weighing 60 kilos. So uh, because he weighs 500 kilos, he can safely carry 100 kilos. So me, uh, 70 kilo or 60 kilos plus 10 kilo saddle and equipment. I mean, there is a numna usually or blanket. Um, you know, that's easily adds up. Um, yeah, there's a few factors setting in here, which we have to bear in mind. One of the thing is people always uh, talk about is the body index or condition score of a horse. Um, there has been a large study of the Tevis Cup computers, uh, which showed that horses fared well when they had a body score between four and five, and they scored best with a body score of 5.5. .5. So 
four basically means a horse which is moderately thin. Um, five means a horse is moderate. So basically, we are looking at horses doing their best when they're not carrying extra weight around, but they should be uh, in a good state. They shouldn't be really thin or emancipated. So um, horses which are thin, they'll be too weak to carry 20% of the body weight. Horses which are too fat will also not be able to do so because of their own excessive weight. Yes, and now we come to the big topic, overweight horses. A lot of our leisure horses are overweight. That is the problem. So they cannot carry a full 20% of their weight because they're already carrying extra weight with them. A horse which is 15% overweight, and that is not a rare case in the Western world, um, is already carrying up to 75 kilos additional weight on his body, even without uh, taking into account equipment and rider. So you can imagine that he cannot carry another extra 500 kilo of horse and equipment, even though that might be 20% of his uh, own weight. So um, yeah, if our horse is overweight, we have to always add these extra kilos he have he has um, to this weight he's carrying around with him, because we all know that when we are like carrying extra kilos, that's just dead weight. Um, another factor here is, of course, the terrain, the time and the pace. A horse which is used to being ridden inside the arena for a limited time might be able to carry 20% of his body weight um, comfortably in the, in the arena, but send him out on, on a trail through difficult terrain for a full day and he will struggle. So he might be able to do walking most of the day, but going at faster passes invites trouble as the forces on the legs and back will increase. So if you look at a horse walking, um, the weight it carries and his own weight is fairly evenly distributed on our legs. But during trot and canter, um, the weight at times can really be borne um, by one or two legs only. So we have a concentration on the weight of horse and rider on a very small area. So that's why, um, yeah, while trotting and cantering is a different thing altogether. Yeah, then the big topic also is confirmation. A horse is not equal horse. I mean, you all know that. Um, a thoroughbred differs from a quarter horse, from an Icelandic horse or a draft horse. Um, confirmation basically is the name given to horses physical proportions and built. So good confirmation is necessary for a horse to move correctly and um, its confirmation will also determine how much weight it can carry. So different studies, um, researchers have basically found out that horses with broad loins and a thicker cannon bone circumference can carry heavy loads. So basically a short, sturdy, well-balanced horse um, with a short back and a thick cannon bone can carry more weight than a horse with long legs and a rectangular conformation. Um, there's been studies, for instance, that Icelandic horses, which are not very tall, they can carry quite heavy riders over rough terrain and a long time. Um, so it has been really proven that they have a better weight carrying ability than other horse breeds. Still, again, it depends on the individual horse. It's very difficult to say this um, as a general rule for a horse breed. Uh, a lot of people actually thinking that draft breeds, which are heavy and big, have been bred, um, can carry heavy weights. But in fact, this is not always true. Um, draft breeds are or were bred for pulling weight rather than carrying it. And they're often not so suitable for heavy riders as you may think. 
because their cannon bone circumference is not so big in comparison to their body weight. So now there is a very good formula to determine if your horse has a good weight bearing capacity. It's basically called in German the Röhrbeinbelastungsindex. It's basically an index number um, telling you how um, how broad or how thick um, the cannon bone is in comparison to the body weight. So the higher this um, this number is, the more the horse can usually carry. And of course, the highest number is both Shetland ponies, which is not very surprisingly, but many draft horses score rather low. So the formula is cannon bone circumference in centimeters into 100 divided by body weight in kilogram. So this gives you a number. Um, a high number would be like the Shetland Pony 7.4, many Wombloods score around 4, and many horses, many draft horses score rather low with a 3. So the higher the number is, the more a horse can carry, the lower it is, the more you should be careful in really going up to the full 20%. So basically what we can say, ultimately, the weight-bearing capacity comes down to body condition and fitness of your horses. Um, I know the argument that a lot of riders say, well, the cavalry horses of old used to be loaded with up to 150, 140 kilos and they carried their weight often over mountains and large distances and they, you know, they were fit as anything and grow very old. Um, also, soldiers plus the equipment often weighted much more than the average rider today, even if he's a bit overweight. But um, this argument can be countered that the horses at that period, and particularly cavalry horses, were usually sturdier than most of the modern horses and much fitter. They were trained over longer periods. They were often um, made to, to, um, to be ridden for 20, 25 kilometers every day. And um, they were also only considered mature for hard work at the age of eight. So before the age of eight, they were not made to carry heavy loads and they were trained um, very carefully with bearing in mind um, to make them fit and sturdy and strong enough to carry heavy loads and heavy weights. So um, yeah, today's horses usually have to do hard work much younger. Um, we don't train them as often and as much. I mean, most of us don't have the time to ride every day. And uh, we definitely don't have the time to ride 20 to 25 kilometers every day. Um, so this argument is definitely not that much, not that good. Another argument is the ability of the rider. Um, so we said that a good but heavy rider is much better for the horse than a bad light rider, which might be true. However, it does not negate the fact that a light good rider is better than a heavy one is. So in the end of the day, I guess this question cannot be solved by formulas alone, but each rider need to constantly question himself and ask himself or herself critically if his or her horse can carry him or her easily. And um, I think we should make it easier for horses and we should be responsible enough to say, uh, do I really have to eat that second piece of cake? Um, may it be better, maybe it's better for my horse to lose a few kilos. Um, maybe it's better if I stop riding my horse for the time being and do groundwork or make him fit um, to carry my weight first and then sit on, on his back. Um, yeah, and all these things, these questions. And we can make it easier for horses um, 
to carry our weight by a few very simple things. First of all, we should make sure that our equipment fits and helps to distribute the weight evenly um, and not put extra anti-weight on their backs. So if you buy a saddle, get a professional to check it, to make sure it fits. Um, English saddles are lighter, but Western saddles or specially designed trail saddles distribute the weight better. So sometimes this can be um, the better option. Um, of course, it depends what you want to ride. But in fact, most English saddles are designed for a person riding in it uh, about 65 kilos, which is not very much. Um, and a lot of riders, they feel uncomfortable if the saddle is too big. So they order saddles which are actually too small for their sizes. They should always be um, between your butt and the end of the saddle, the top of the saddle, uh, six centimeters minimum of space. Otherwise, um, you don't sit well in your saddle. So this is one thing um, which is very important. If you're very heavy, sometimes it's good to get a custom-made saddle. I know these are very expensive, but sometimes um, it's just worth the money because um, it helps your horse. And you should definitely consider a saddle fitting you, fitting your horse, and make sure that the saddle is regularly checked um, because horses change their conformation in the back as we train them um they, we get more muscles on the back and um yeah sometimes the saddle then does not fit anymore as well as it used to uh training yeah we can train our horses as well and help them to develop enough muscles to carry weight now there is so much um literature on this topic how can we train our horses um, i mean best is to get a good riding instructor um maybe to take some lessons in groundwork particularly if we are the beginning of the riding career of our horses it's really great to um yeah to just train our horses from the ground for a while to make sure they can bear our weight to build up these muscles even before we sit on them um it's one of my favorite favorite thing. You don't even need a lot of space. Um, you can work with a pair of normal reins or long reins. Um, there's even exercises just for um, a string halter and a and a, um, a rope. So you don't need a lot of thing, and it's definitely not an excuse when you say you don't have um, a proper arena or you don't have a lot of equipment. You can do it with very basic equipment. There are certainly lots of exercises. Um, I We'll link some of them in the show notes, just as I link this formula of the uh, Cannon Bone Circumference Index so that you get an idea what you can do with your horses when you might not want to ride them straight away. Um, another point is keep your horse uh, in a good condition and a good shape, your, body, your horse's body. Make sure that they have enough exercise, enough feed to keep them fit, but not too much of feed to make them fat. So, um, unfortunately, most horses in the Western world are fat, are overweight. And we have, I think, lost a little bit the ability to see this. Um, so we should actually keep an eye on these um, body condition score, um, which I'll also link into the show notes. So you can get maybe an eye for how your horse should look like, how horses generally should look like, and how um, you can basically measure the, the body condition score of your horse yourself. Another thing which is often overlooked, but which is very important in making your horse, uh, you know, have a good weight bearing ability is to keep their hooves in a good shape. 
uh, hooves which are not trimmed properly will not distribute the right of the the weight of the rider evenly across all feet. And um, yeah, it just does not give your horse the stability and the balance it needs. So keeping your horse's hooves in a good condition is very important in this question as well. And we should always consider um, having them done on time, having them done correctly, keeping a good eye on when they have to be done again and how they grow in general. So hooves are, there's an old saying that um, a good horse or no, like, Good hooves are and good legs are the basic of a good riding horse. Or basically, without good and horse, good legs, a, a horse, a riding horse is not very good. And this always rings true. So always keep an eye on, out on your horse's body, on its condition. It should not be too um, thin. It should not be too fat. And make sure the hooves are trimmed properly and make sure your equipment fits. And then also maybe keep in mind to keep yourself fit. I mean, we always train our horses and make them, you know, give them good food, uh, good care, make sure they get enough exercise. And then very often we neglect ourselves totally. We eat junk food. We don't train at all um, besides the chores you do in the stable um, and we don't eat very well and don't take care of ourselves. So the thing is also take care of yourself, eat well, uh, exercise regularly, sleep well, and uh, you'll be a much easier rider to carry for your horse. And that's it for today's episode. Heather and me want to thank you very much for tuning in to the Equestrian Adventuresses podcast, the show for women who love horses, travel, and adventure. Are you missing a topic or have an interesting story to tell? Contact us through our Facebook group, or send us an email on podcast-show at equestrianadventuresses.com. For all information on this episode, check out today's show notes. You can find the link in your podcast player window or just go to the Equestrian Adventuresses website under podcast. Here you can find all the information about our virtual workshop, Adventuring with Your Horse, our latest free travel guidebook, The Ultimate Equestrian Adventuresses Bucket List, or our 1000 Miles Challenge. So long, everybody. Happy trails. <laughs>